Uh, but right now, we have someone who's not been taken out. The team's been doing great this year. Mike Greg Moore, does. head coach of the Toronto Marlies. Greg, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, Jay? We're doing good. We're good. We're good. We're just starting off here today. Uh, AHL All-Star just finishing. Joseph Wall took home the top goaltender award. Logan Shaw led the way for the North. Uh, looked like a really fun time. Like The AHL All-Star game looked more, like the players looked a lot more engaged than the actual <laughs> NHL All-Star game. What were the highlights for you? Yeah, it was a really fun couple of days. I was really impressed with the city of Laval and uh, the production team and everybody there that put on the events along with the, the AHL. Uh, it surpassed my expectations. The, the environment and the atmosphere was incredible. The fans were really into both events. Uh, it was fun to watch the players as the three-on-three tournament started. They kind of got out there, easing their way in, having fun. And then as the games went on and it got more competitive, you could tell that they really wanted to win. So, you know, you guys are having a really great season with the Marlies this year after, you know, just missing out on the playoffs a season ago, but firmly in top spot in the North Division. I'm curious what to you has kind of been the biggest difference this season that's led to all this success? Well, there's certainly been some changes. Uh, there are some key players that were brought in. Uh, one that was brought back, and Joseph Landuzzi, mm-hmm. uh, our one of our assistant captains, uh, he's been a great leader for us this year. The signing of uh, Logan Shaw, uh, our captain, he's been incredible from day one that he stepped into our organization. Uh, he's had a real uh, real good mindset and objective to what he was trying to accomplish and build relationships and set a high standard. And he has elevated all the leadership uh, in and around him. Uh, obviously, Ryan Hardy, our general manager, has done an incredible job of helping support all of our departments and the staff and the players and help us build a really strong culture that we had, uh, you know, thought we did a better job with last year and, and built even further into into this season. And we just have a really great group of players who are competitive. They're showing up every day, pushing each other to get better. And, uh, you know, they're, they're focused on their process and, and, you know, the potential of getting better throughout the season. And they've done a great job with it. Yeah, well, I, I find it interesting because you look at that team and, and it's a really good mix of youth, like developmental prospects who are trying to make their way into professional hockey, but also some, some veterans that are pulling their weight as well and doing some good things. You noted, you know, Joseph Landisi. Obviously, we've had guys like Joey Anderson, Adam Gaudet is another player, Logan Shaw, as you mentioned. But there's a lot of uh, younger players that are on the team as well trying to develop and, and learn the game at the pro level. I'm curious, as, as a coach, um, in the American Hockey League, like how do you how do you find the balance between making sure that those younger guys develop those proper habits and and also you know making sure that the vets get their due as well? Like you talked about Joseph Blandesi and how he's playing. Like how do you balance making sure that he gets what he's due, but also making sure a guy like maybe SDA or um, or maybe a Pontus Holmberg or someone like that also is doing what they need to do to equip them to be a better pro. It's certainly a juggle. I think throughout the season, it, it changes. Uh, you know, the dynamics of the team change as the year goes on. Players uh, come and go in and out of the lineup. Uh, players go uh, through stretches where they're playing really well and stretches where they're struggling a bit. So day-to-day, week-to-week, you're always readjusting, um, you know, having conversations and making sure that you're getting the best out of everybody. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, we're a development uh, system for the, for the Leafs, and we want to make sure that we're doing right and 
uh, by the players that uh, you know are young and they're developing. There's a lot of potential. We have a lot of guys that uh, you know are knocking on the door of, of playing in the NHL, and even a few guys that two, three years down the road uh, definitely have a chance to play at that level. So uh, it's definitely a hard task to make sure that everybody's uh, happy and moving in the right direction and pulling the rope uh, all together, but. Uh, it really is because of the quality of people that we have in the room, regardless if they're younger or even uh, someone you left off the list there, Kyle Clifford, uh, mm-hmm. another veteran guy in our team who's been an amazing presence for us. Uh, obviously, a couple Stanley Cups and has done it before. So, uh, you know, we have a lot of great people and, and everyone's doing a good job at um, understanding the dynamics and, and pitching in and, and accepting the role that they're in uh, when they're there. Well, I'm curious how much communication there's had between, I guess, you know, the the American League squad. So I guess I guess it would be like Dubas and Hardy, and then how that information gets relayed to you about how that all kind of is is supposed to work out. Yeah, obviously Kyle and, and Ryan have a, a close communications and what they're managing and what their objectives are and what they want to do. Uh, at the end of the day, I get told uh, who my players are and, and what the roster is, and, and Hardy and I have a lot of communication, obviously, with uh, objectives of individual players and the, the future plan. So, um, you know, it, it's all good. We're, we're all in line with what we're doing and what we're trying to do, and um, it's been really positive. We're with Greg Moore right now, head coach of the Toronto Marlies, and you were just talking about development and what about your own personal development you came into the ahl as head coach of the marlies uh at, at one of the craziest times in the history of hockey and that crazy covid season and the couple that ensued after how have you developed over the last three four seasons uh yourself as a coach uh yeah it's a great question uh, something that I, I look back on a lot and think through uh coming in in that first half season uh, you know, I'd only been a head coach for a year and a half, so there was there was a lot of room for growth for myself personally <laughs> in a lot of areas. Uh, then there was the managing of figuring out the differences between junior and pro, and uh, how to practice different. Uh, you know, the the tactics and the the physical structure of our team plan, and, and how that changes from a junior level to a pro level. Uh, just talking with building relationships with grown men rather than. Uh, what is typically teenagers. Uh, so there's there's been a lot of experience that I've gained over the last few years here, and um, you know I, I think time and experience is really your best tool as long as you're going through a good process of reassessing and evaluating how you're doing and asking the right questions and just pushing to get better every day. Worth Greg Moore right now, head coach of the Toronto Marlies. Uh, what else this season? What's oh? That's what I was going to say. I lost my train of thought for a moment. I have to be honest. How often do you lean on your career in the HL as a player right now as a head coach? Well, that's certainly part of it. Uh, I was fortunate to play five years in the American League, and you know I had the experience of being a rookie. I had the experience of kind of being that player in the middle ground who's looking for the call ups and still trying to make it to the NHL. And then I finished uh, my last year as a veteran uh, there to specifically be an American League player to help uh, build a culture and help the young players develop and get better. So I've, I've been through all the tiers of basically what you do have for players in your room. And um, I think it makes it easier for when you're talking to these guys, especially from an individual standpoint of where they're at and having lived it, lived it and been in their shoes before to, to help kind of um, you know guide them through the struggles that, that they might be going through or 
uh, just the different experiences that they're they're having at this level. So it, it definitely helps me a lot as I uh, get through the season and, and think about how to how to talk to these guys and and keep them moving in the right direction. Well, at the end of last season, Kyle Dubas came out and, and kind of challenged some of the guys who were who were you know in the American League who were on the doorstep but hadn't quite. You know, punch their ticket into the show yet on a regular basis. But this season, there's been a lot of success of guys coming up from the Marlies and playing really well and, and, and making a case to stick around with the big club. Um, how much pride do you take in getting these guys NHL ready and then seeing them succeed up at the next level? Well, we certainly get excited for them. Uh, you know, we get to know them on a real personal level here and obviously all their dreams and goals and aspirations are to play in the NHL so when they get that call and that opportunity uh, I know for myself I'm glued on the TV watching and cheering them on it's almost like watching your kids go out in the world and <laughs> try and make something of themselves um, you know we, we work really hard at what we do we spend a lot of hours at the rink uh, and with these guys and it's really exciting to be a part of a small piece of their process to help get them ready for uh, what could be an NHL career. I'm curious what the best reaction that you've received when you're kind of sitting down with a player and letting them know. Like sometimes you see it, uh, it, it goes viral, a, a moment where a player's, a coach is telling the player like, hey, you're getting the call up to the show, book your ticket, you're going, and there's a great reaction. Is there a story uh, at some point over the, over the last few seasons where a player has really had a, a terrific moment with you that you'd like to share? Yeah, one that sticks out uh, is with SDA, who got his first game in this year. Uh, Ryan Hardy had reached out to me and asked me to, he, he was on the road and asked me to pull him after the game to let him know that he was going up um, without any real uh, knowledge or knowing if he was going to play, but just he was his first NHL call-up. So I had pulled him into the office, and this was a player that I've had for a couple of years now, and uh, probably at this point, the the player I've spent the most time with um, over the course of my, my role here with the Marlies. And to be able to deliver that news to him um, was a pretty special moment. I, we both had a little bit of, of a cry together and hugged each other, <laughs> more of an excitement. And, um, you know, you, you get really, uh, I wouldn't say the word attached, but, you know, you build strong relationships with these players. Yeah. And, uh, these are big moments for them when they hear that news for the first time that they're going up to the NHL. And uh, that was a real special moment for me that I got to share with SBA. Yeah, so great. Uh, well, it won't be his first time, but Joseph Wall's probably going to get a sniff here in the next week or so with Leafs back-to-back this weekend, and he's having an excellent campaign so far. What do you think has led to those great numbers this year? It's a really good question. Uh, I mean, I've seen him now for a few years since I've been here, and, uh, you know, he started the year with that injury, and he didn't have training camp, and he didn't start the season on time as he was rehabbing and uh, getting himself healthy to come back and play. And I could not have been more impressed with how strong, confident, and poised he looked in his first game and right through the season to this point. you know, he's been really working at his game, uh, being more in control and more calm and uh, more patient. Uh, he's an extremely athletic uh, goalie. He's very explosive. He can do a lot of things that other people can't do in that position. And early, a couple of years ago, he'd rely on that athleticism to make his saves. Now he's more in control. He has a great system in place. Uh, Hanu Toivonen is doing an amazing job with him. 
And now he only uses that athleticism to bail himself out or make the big save that's needed. Uh, so you can see the maturity in his game this year, and, and it's really impressive. And it also uh, goes to the hard work that he puts in, even when he's injured, to become back and not have to take time to find his game again. It was from day one he was ready to go. Uh, in conversation with Greg Moore, the head coach of the AHL Toronto Marlies, and you know Joe Wall is one who's come up, and we saw him last year had a cup of coffee in the NHL, got a shutout. That was pretty sweet to see that in the Coliseum last season. And then we've seen a lot of forwards that we talked about who've broken through. I'm curious, uh, Greg. I know we saw Hollowell get a little bit of a sniff this season, but are there any other defensemen that might be turning heads on Marlies this year that you think could make the jump in the next year or two that Leaf fans might uh, want to remember their name? Yeah, the, Phil Kral had his first game earlier this season and unfortunately has battled with some injuries as of late. But I think for the next year or two, uh, that's another defenseman that you should really keep an eye out for. Um, really impressive ability to skate and make plays with the puck. Uh, and, and he's physically getting bigger and stronger. The last two summers that I've seen him come back uh, in training camp, it's like a noticeable difference of how much muscle he's been putting on. So you can tell how hard he works and... Uh, I think he he has potential to pop in the next year or two. The Leafs organization is one of the more impressive around the NHL with the way that they use their ECHL team, their AHL team, all the way up to their NHL team. It's like that full development system. What about just the Leafs organization in general popped to you the most when you first came in as part of it? Uh, just the the incredible amount of resources that every every department has here to be able to do their job to the best of their ability, uh, and then the second thing would be just how impressive all the people are that are hired here and um, hardworking, smart, uh, just really good culture everywhere you go, and everybody's willing to chip in and help each other out, and um, just really impressed with the the quality of people that are hired within this organization. Well, Greg, really appreciate taking the time. You've had an outstanding first half of the season, and uh, you get the second half of your season started up on Friday. So good luck again, Charlotte, and good luck the rest of the way. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. There he goes. Greg Moore, AHL Toronto Marlies head coach.